Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. Francis has doubled down again, maybe tripled down, on his Laudato Si program, which conflates the duty human beings have for treating the created world with respect due to it being a creation of God, given as a gift to his children with responsibility for stewardship. They conflate this with something else, a sort of divine mandate to adopt the secular world's program of all things green. Laudato Si, when released in 2015, represented an attempt to bring Catholic social teaching into the discussion about the environment, or the created world, which was needed. But the result was Francis placing the church's body of commentary and responses to secular questions about politics, economics, social arrangements, and the like, and all the teachings surrounding it, into the willing hands of the secular rulers, whom Catholic social teaching was historically used to rebuke, whether those rulers were of the ideology of Marx or if they were of the ideology of Jefferson or Lincoln. The church has always corrected the thinking of secular rulers by examining questions through the lens of the gospel and sacred tradition. In 2015, Francis placed that multi-century body of work into the hands of the secular authorities by endorsing their biggest program goal of our time, which earned him celebratory praise from the secular media. Again, I'm going to remind you of a basic life truth here. When the secular media is praising church officials, there's a problem. And the praise Francis earned from the secular world at that time was beyond nauseating. It's lasted for years. It still happens today, a decade almost after that document was released. Francis doubled or maybe tripled down on his Laudato Si program in a recent statement he made. So headline from cath.net. A German language outlet that's a more moderate life site news. Pope Francis calls for an end of fossil age and a new message for the World Day of Prayer for the Integrity of Creation. The church leader calls for end senseless war against creation. Yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> did you know that there was a World Day of Prayer for the Integrity of Creation? I didn't, but after doing a little research, I found out that the World Day of Prayer for the Integrity of Creation was established in 2001 by ecumenical patriarch Demetrios of the, for the Orthodox churches and was immediately endorsed by other Christian groups before being adopted by Francis in 2015, the same year that Laudato Si was released. Laudato Si was released in June of 2015, so adopting this in 2015 in September as part of the initial surrender of the church to the secular world actually makes sense. Nothing Francis says here is going to surprise you. It's still disappointing, though. From cath.net, quote, Pope Francis calls for concrete steps to end the generation of energy from coal and gas. At the UN Temperature Conference in Dubai in December, politicians must, quote, initiate a quick and just turnaround to end the fossil fuel era, according to a message from the Pope published by the Vatican Press Office on Thursday. He wrote it on the occasion of World Day of Prayer for the Care of Creation on September 1st. An economic policy that promotes scandalous wealth for the privileged few and worse conditions for many others means the end of peace and justice, writes Francis. He also calls for a change in one's attitude towards nature and one's personal lifestyle. Individuals must avoid waste and unnecessary consumption and live more sustainably. Let us heed the call to stand with the victims of the, of the injustices around creation and end this senseless war against creation, warns the Pope. He also expressly refers to the warnings of the inter governmental panel on the topic, according to which, quote, only immediate action in favor of the temperature can ensure that we continue to have 
the opportunity to create a more sustainable and fairer world. People should reach out to each other, said Francis. Quote, let us take bold steps so that justice and peace permeate the whole world. End quote. Honestly, that sounds like it was written by someone at the UN or somebody in one of my sustainable development college courses I took in my PhD program, which did focus on sustainable development. But Francis does something important here. This weird alliance between the church and the world on this dubious topic is nothing new. I even said as much in my doctoral dissertation on the church's approach to the question of the environment. We see it here, too. Francis invokes John Paul II and Benedict XVI to show his continuity with their efforts to ally the church with the world. Here's a bit of an extensive quote from his address doing just this. Quote, How can we contribute to the mighty flow of justice and peace in this time of creation? What can we do, especially as Christian churches? Interesting turn of phrase there. To clean up our common home so it can teem with life again. We must resolve to change our hearts, our lifestyles, and the types of politics that govern our societies. We make a first contribution to this mighty flow when we transform our hearts. This is essential for any further change. It is that ecological conversion that St. John Paul II encouraged us to do. The renewal of our relationship with creation. No longer considering it an object to be exploited, but preserving it as a sacred gift from our Creator. Furthermore, we should understand that a holistic approach requires a fourfold ecological awareness to God, to our brothers and sisters of today and tomorrow, to all of nature, and to ourselves. As for the first of these dimensions, Pope Benedict XVI spoke of the urgent need to recognize that creation and salvation are inseparable. Quoting Benedict XVI, The Redeemer is the Creator, and if we do not proclaim God in all of His greatness, Creator and Redeemer, then we also reduce redemption. Creation refers both to God's mysterious, magnificent work of creating the majestic, beautiful planet and universe from nothing, and to the result of that work, which is still ongoing, and which we experience as an inexhaustible gift. During the liturgy and personal prayer in the, quote, Great Cathedral of Creation, let us think of the great artist who creates so much beauty. End quote. Calling this a matter of justice is correct, just not in the way that they've invoked it. Yes, we must treat the created world with respect, due to it being a gift from God, that we are told to be stewards of. That is, that is a matter of justice, but it is also a matter of justice to reject the secular world's program for establishing what amounts to total control over the lives of everyday people, using science that apparently you're not allowed to even question without severe punishment. And they do advocate for total control over the lives of normal people. We see that with the advocacy now for the building of 15-minute cities and new forms of taxes designed to limit what you do and the, the attempts to control the foods you eat every day imposed by people who won't be subject to these same limitations themselves because they are themselves the high priests of a new religion that makes the state into an idol. They think that they are the anointed ones, that they possess some divine spark. The same people who also push the James Martin program on the international stage and the Moloch ritual for controlling the number of people who exist at any moment in time. All of it is part and parcel of the same program that rejects God and the reality of the faith in the world. They want us to succumb to their false gospel. And Francis, and sadly, to some degree, his predecessors have aided them in that. And none of that is surprising. This is, I mean, this all happened last week, by the way, Francis's address, which was Laudato Si Week in the Church. 
Didn't you get the memo, by the way? That was Laudato Sea Week? I didn't, but then again, most of the Laudato Sea celebrations aren't really intended for the laity, except to convince the laity to adopt a Catholic-looking version of what the secular authorities want from us, to comply and not question what they are doing. The USCCB recently promoted Laudato Sea Week on Twitter and on their website, and they described it in this way. Quote, Laudato Sea Week is an eight-day campaign held annually in May to mark the anniversary of Pope Francis's landmark encyclical on creation care. Sponsored by the Vatican's dicastery for promoting integral human development, <laughs> this worldwide celebration will unite Catholics to listen and respond together to the cry of creation. Rejoice in the progress we have made in bringing Laudato Sea to life and intensify our efforts through the Laudato Sea Action Platform as well as other opportunities for education and action, end quote. Creation doesn't cry. Creation is not a person. It's, and it's thus incapable of crying. But they have a website for this Laudato Sea Week, and it was paid for using your tithe dollars. They made a whole thing for one, a website for a whole one-week celebration. Now, what the USCCB didn't mention, though, was that there's even a film called The Letter, which commemorates Francis's encyclical. And honestly, that's just a bit much for me. Historically, popes didn't really celebrate their own encyclicals. They didn't have the church honor their own anniversary dates. The closest I can think of is the practice a few popes had of writing anniversary encyclicals for Leo XIII's historic encyclical Rerum Novarum, which was the church's response to the rising popularity of socialism and the excesses of American-style libertarian economics. Pius the uh, Pius XI, Paul VI, and John Paul II all wrote encyclicals commemorating the anniversary of that encyclical. St. Pius X commented on it, as did Pius XII. Rerum Novarum was written in the 1880s, and it still resonates today. Now, clearly, Francis is trying to make Laudato Si have the impact that Rerum Novarum had. It's probably not going to happen, because increasing numbers of people are questioning the entire premise that Laudato Si is designed to support, and Francis and his allies in the secular world can't have that. That's too much of a threat to the current order of things, and the plans our rulers have for our future to let that continue. Plans they've told us flat out that they want to have in, in place by the end of the decade, if not sooner. The idea of the Vatican pushing a movie to support that program is, by the way, both hilarious and disheartening. It's funny because the entire premise is based on the assumption that most Catholics are engaged enough with both the faith and political matters to honestly care and be swayed by such a film. Which is simply not the case. And it's sad for all the reasons I've outlined here in countless other episodes of this podcast. The church has been given over to her enemies for one reason or another, and most of the post-conciliar pontiffs have been participants in this. Willingly or unwillingly, I'll let you decide. The why behind that is something I'll leave as a judgment to God for that, though, since only he knows what was in the hearts of those men. But we deal with the consequences of that now, one of which is the placing of people's faith in secular princes who don't have the faith and believe openly evil, wicked things. We talk about this all the time. How many Catholics support wicked politicians, just because, especially ones who call themselves Catholic? And the church remains largely silent on those wicked things those wicked men believe. It's also tiresome. We're all really tired of it, and we continue to deal with the consequences of it. I'm curious, though, what you think of this. Are you sad that you missed Laudato Sea Week? Were you conf are you confused at the concept of Laudato Sea Week in late May, given that we, uh, you know, had Earth Day? in mid-April, and Francis spoke about that too. Wouldn't it have made sense to put Laudato Sea Week right around Earth Day? 
Should the church just stay out of that subject entirely, or at the very least correct the secular world's assumptions on it instead of basically allying itself with it? I'm curious what you think about this, so let me know in the comments, please. And like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help, so to sharing this on social media. That helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.